welcome to Skills USA's podcast. I'm your host, Craig Moore. Today, I am joined by your college post-secondary national officers, Sarah Romanco and Xiomara Schultz. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. Good morning. How is everyone today? A little tired because I just woke up, but doing great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, a little tired too, but uh, glad to be up in the morning and start today quickly. <laughs> good, good. Well, I wanted to uh, this year uh, take the time and talk to the, the national officers so people could get to know you better. So we'll just go through and, and talk a little bit about your experience as, as national officers and as students and, and, and in your in your uh, in your schools. So, Sarah, I'll start with you since you're at the top of my screen. Um, what is your trade area? Yeah, so my trade area is entrepreneurship. And what that means is that entrepreneurship is basically an opportunity for students to start their own business. And that includes all of the different aspects of business, whether that's marketing, that's sales, that's accounting, that's finance, just everything kind of composed into one. And where, where do you attend school? I attend school at the University of Texas at Dallas. Okay. All right. And and is that where you're from or like the Dallas area, I mean, or are you from some other part of Texas? So I'm actually from Austin, Texas. Okay. Um, and so I decided to go to school in uh, Dallas. Okay. Did, did any, any, uh, any uh, adjustment pains by from changing cities or? Yeah, so it was actually kind of a, a nice um, a nice balance because I was far enough away from my parents to where I could have some independence, but also if I needed them, I could still visit them. Um, but I really kind of enjoyed having a chance to be on my own and just kind of adjust to that that lifestyle and, and um, you know, just really enjoyed that. What, what's the best thing about your area of study, your trade? Um, what do you like the most? I think the ability to get to work with a, a bunch of different people from a variety of different areas. Um, because when you're taking an entrepreneurship class or business classes, oftentimes you'll get students who are not business majors um, and they'll be in other areas. And so I really like the opportunity to learn how to work with these different types of people because they all have something unique and a different perspective to bring to the table. That's great. And we mentioned yesterday um, in one of the one of the students was talking about something very similar in their trade. And um, I think it this learning to work with different types of people is a valuable skill that you carry over when you go into work. And um, it, it makes a difference because the, the ability to do that makes for a better employee. What about you, Ciamara? What's What are you studying? I study cosmetology. Cosmetology. I'm glad I got my hair cut before this. <laughs> I didn't want judge, to be judged. <laughs> what do you like about that? Um, so cosmetology, the very first thing we learn in the beginning is that it's, it's not about the haircuts and it's not about, you know, the makeup and the nails. It's really about people, which sounds kind of cheesy, but it is true. Um, there is something about touch that is very tangible and that is very, it creates an impact and um, being able to connect with people just by, you know, touching their hair or making them feel better is something that I really, really enjoy. I would imagine there's a lot of pressure. Um especially in the beginning if you mess up somebody's hair 
Yes, that's why uh, we actually have a, a, a waiver they have to sign saying that they recognize the work being done is by a student. And that, you know, if it doesn't go as planned, you recognize what you were getting into at the beginning because we are still learning. I had a friend when I was, I was 19, I think, he wanted me to cut his hair. And I said, this is a bad idea. And he said, no, no, it'll be fine. All you have to do is, and he described it to me. And I said, no, I really tried to talk him out of it. Mm-hmm. And it honestly looked like he had been attacked by some sort of animal after it was done. I did such a terrible job. That would... It's okay. Men's cuts are harder just because like you can really? see every little detail. And the first time I did a men's cut on a real head, not a mannequin, <laughs> it looked interesting to say the least. <laughs> Felt bad for him. He did end up going to a a real cosmetologist to get his haircut the very next day. He was super nice about it. I don't know that I would have been so cheerful, but <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. Now I, I forgot to ask where where do you go to school? I go to school at Tulsa Technology Center in Broken Arrow. How do you say that again? The last Tulsa, word. Oh, Broken Arrow. Oh, Broken Arrow. Oh. I didn't hear the yeah. word. I'm sorry. The yeah. I have a. It, as I mentioned, it's called this. Uh, my my heat keeps kicking on and it makes a lot of noise. Gotcha. Um, tell me about your advisor. Who, who Who's your teacher? So I've actually had two during my course of cosmetology. Last year I had Mrs. Triplett, who she is wonderful. Um, she's very, very excited about schools, Skills USA. She's the one that really pushes it in our classrooms. And my current instructor and advisor, because we just had a switchover, is um, Mrs. Bowman. She is wonderfully kind. And if you ever meet her, her catchphrase is be the sunshine. <laughs> That's nice. That's a good one. And and how did you decide to be a part of Skills USA? Were you a part of it in high school? Um, so I started um, Tulsa Tech and cosmetology my senior year of high school, and I'm continuing now as a graduate. I didn't really know what Skills USA was at my campus. All member, like all students, are members of Skills USA unless they're in a health, um, unless like they're in. I forget what it's called. I don't want to say HOSA. I can't remember. Okay. But there's a different organization that our medical students are in. Yeah, HOSA. Um, and so all of us were part of Skills USA and we all knew we were members and we kind of talked about it in class because Ms. Triplett, my last year, was very excited about it. But I didn't really get a sense of it until we had a fall leadership conference. And then all of a sudden these like people were walking in a line with red like blazers on and I was like what is going on they look kind of dorky and they like turned around and started doing an opening ceremony and I was like what is happening here and then afterwards I spoke to one of them um my good friend Gabe he's actually our state uh, high school president right now and he kind of explained what was going on what everything meant and I was like oh, okay that's pretty you know that's pretty cool so then um our class gets really big into the competitions every year so I competed and I actually was set to go to um I actually set to go, I think, to state last year, but we didn't get to go because um, the pandemic hit. Um, and my advisor, Mrs. Triplett at the time, she's like, Cece, because when people call me, Siamara, Cece, she's like, Cece, you should really be an officer. And I was like, I mean, okay, sure, why not? And I didn't expect that we would go from, I was like thinking like maybe like a regional officer or something like that, or like maybe state. She's like, no, 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 no. Let's just, let's go all the way. And I was like, okay. So it was a, leaps and bounds in one year for Skills USA. That's fantastic. What about you, Sarah? How did you get involved in Skills USA? Yeah, so my Skills USA story is actually pretty interesting. Um, so I'm currently a, a junior in college right now, but I actually got involved with Skills USA my um, well, actually it was my my junior year of high school. <laughs> um, and so kind of what happened was my business teacher was telling me about different organizations. One of them happened to be Skills USA. I, I kind of just walked into a meeting one day 
Um, I found out there were some competitions, specifically the entrepreneurship competition, and I was pretty much hooked from there. Um, it was just kind of like, as they say, the rest is history. Like it was almost like that perfect fit that people describe. Um, I found some team members and then we just kind of started preparing. Um, and, you know, I was definitely a little disappointed I didn't find it earlier because I had so much fun. Um, you know, if I really had started at like ninth or 10th grade, I would have had more time to really get to enjoy it. And so when I got to college, I wanted that opportunity um, to really, you know, continue with skills or say and help it impact other students. And so that's why I decided to start a chapter of it at, at my school, um, because I knew that it really could help benefit more people. And, and who's your advisor? My advisor is Paul Nichols. He's uh, involved with like the entrepreneurship program at our school. Um, and I actually didn't know him when I when he became our advisor. So like in the process of starting a chapter, um, I had to go out and just reach out to various people. And he was one of the people I came across and they just kept asking and asking um, until I finally got a yes. That's fantastic. And what made you want to be an officer? Yeah, National so. Is that one for me? I, I, yes, that's for you. What, what okay. made you want to be a national? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I when I so actually I think it was it was like the it was the uh, spring of, of 2020 and I was talking to the college post secondary state director and I was telling her I wanted to run for to be a state officer, um you know because I was really interested in kind of helping promote the um, entrepreneurship and just kind of what it means to me at a national level and kind of helping other students see that, um and then I was talking to her about my kind of my whole little idea, um and then she's like how about you just run for a national officer and I was like wow, going from just the chapter president to national officer, that seems kind of, you know, like, like a huge, a huge leap, but, um, you know, she was very helpful along the way. Um, and, you know, just being able to have that opportunity to promote, promote like what I care about at a national level, just really help impact all those students. Um, I just decided to go for it. Um, and then of course, um, Jay Clifton, the um, past, past national officer, also from Texas, um, really helped me along the way as well. So definitely want to shout out to him for <laughs> everything he did to help me get here. Yeah, Jay's a good guy. Hi, Jay. How you doing? <laughs> if, if he's listening. And it must have been, it must have, I, is, is your school situation right now, is it, are you virtual or is it a hybrid situation or how, how is that working? There's several different options. They, the school kind of calls it five modes of learning. Um, but just to simplify things, I pretty much, it pretty much depends on the class, but currently I'm taking virtual classes. Now is, was it, what was it like campaigning and running for office virtually that way? Sarah. <laughs> yeah, so it was definitely different because I, I love talking to people in person. I love getting to know them. And, you know, I was really looking forward to, especially just getting to know our team in general and just kind of having that face-to-face -face conversation, but really learned how to be, uh, use the essential element skill of adaptability, flexibility, um, because I'm not very familiar with social media. Um, and so I really got to learn how to experience all of the different ins and outs of like Instagram stories, captions, pictures. Um, and so I think, you know, just kind of really expanding on a skill set and trying to learn how to get to get to know people a different way. Yeah, that that must that must that must have been interesting. And, and you know, that you, you said that about social media. It is it is something that is assumed by many older people that every younger any person younger than, you know, 30 is an expert and that's just not always the case and um there's a lot there's a lot of things to be aware of and and first of all that's a an area that changes every day and and there's new things and and new new devices new apps and and but then there's there's the issues of etiquette and other things and and there's there's a lot, it's a minefield so it is it is good to get a 
as familiar as you can so that you can navigate that. So CMR, what about you? Are you in um, school in person or virtually? Well, we actually go in person. We have it set up so that every class just, we, we try it not to interact with other classes. And so if somebody happens to get sick or be exposed, we have them quarantined virtually and then the rest continue with person. So does, does cosmetology, it, does it encompass um, nail care and stuff like that too? or is Yeah, it... we do aesthetics, nail care, and um, hair. So all of that good stuff. I've seen some of your um, uh, kind of uh, fantasy makeup stuff. On. Yeah. That's my favorite uh, competition at nationals to, to watch. Uh, we always make a point to go back there toward the end of the day so that we can get all of the final there's all versions. Oh, yeah. And and internationally it's it's good too. When I've been to World Skills a few times and that's uh, always like the most interesting, most um, visually striking. I I mentioned this in our we for for those listening we we met with the the national officers as a department last week and um, we talked a little bit about what we're doing. Um, but I mentioned that I do photography for uh, events like uh, national conference with WLTI and, and world skills. And, and so it's always, it's always fun to get those more visual things. And a lot of the leadership competitions we're not allowed to go into because it's distracting, uh, more mm -hmm. distracting than, you know, because there's so much, it, it, I don't, I mean, even some of the hands-on competitions, they don't particularly love the photography and, and you do have to like be careful with flash and stuff like that. But the leadership in particular, there are only a handful that, that let us in. And so um, it's, it's always, it's always a, a lot of fun to go to the different contests and see what's going on. Um, when you decided to run for national office, um, first of all, did you, you mentioned that before that you, that it was suggested to you. Yes. And, and, and so what was it like for you to run virtually? Sarah and I are very similar in the fact that she and I are both grandmas with technology. We're kind of you know, <laughs> the older ones of the groups for a reason. Um, I had never had an Instagram until last year. And I only had used Facebook for like keeping up with my like grandparents, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And so we sat down with my advisor and Chuck. I don't know if you know who Chuck is, but he, um, he helps, you know, train and he's um, he is really involved with like the state officers and stuff. He helps her there. Um, and he was like, okay, so we got to get a game plan. We got to get like what you're going to be doing. And he like, was like, you're going to post this many times. Like you got to try and get this. And I was like, whoa there. And so I learned how to use Instagram. It was crazy. There are so many options running virtually. was a little disappointing in the fact that I was so, I'm still so new to skills USA, honestly, like, yes, I'm a national officer, but I've only been involved for about a year and a half and like soon that will be over. And that's so sad to think about, but um, I was still very new and I wanted to like meet people who shared, you know, who were doing the same thing. I wanted to like see other members who like were excited about these type of things. Um, because when you run virtually, you don't really see the impact of what you're doing. Um, you know, people can press a like button, but more often than not, they're gonna go, oh, that's cool. And then keep scrolling. So you don't really know what's happening. Um, and I, it was, it was, it was difficult to be really excited when you didn't know if other people were getting excited too. Yeah, that, that for sure. And, and 
the situation we're in with the global pandemic right now, organizations have experienced a um, a drop in in um, reactions and and likes and things like that on 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 posts, and I think it has to do because so many people now have gone online and are there's a lot of, you're competing with a lot of other yeah. material. And so um, it's, 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 it's a tough thing, especially if, if it's not something you did before much. And there are a lot of different options there and a lot of different things that you have to learn. So that is, that's got, that's gotta be a, a little bit of a stress in, in addition to like speaking and, and coming up with a campaign theme and everything. Um, well, I will say that one, one thing that we as a national staff really value is our past national officers involvement in future events. So hopefully um, if, if time allows you both could come back at some point and, and help out in different ways there, there's tons of stuff to do. So, and we, we really do rely on that network of, of past national officers to help out that way. And, and um, you know, fingers crossed, we get to Atlanta in 2022. Uh, <laughs> We've already know that this year we will we will be virtual, but in next year we should be back in person and hopefully, and it will. Uh, it, it, you maybe can do that then, and that would be great. Sarah, tell me, um, as somebody who is you know serving now and and has been a part of Skills USA, if if you met someone who wanted to either run for a it doesn't even have to be national office. It could be national offices, but it could be a local office too. What, what advice would you give them? I think the most important thing, I mean, aside from just like, you know, being prepared, reading the handbook and, and, and kind of working all those requirements, right. It's just to be really, just to have fun throughout the process and really just be yourself. And I, I know that sounds kind of cliche, but I think for me, like kind of figuring out, like really showing how transparent I was and who I was and what my personality was just really helped because, you know, when you're running for whatever offices, whether it's local, state or national, um, the skills you're saying members just want to get to know you for who you are, not what, not who they want, who they think they want to know, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, just someone, you know, who, kind of who they understand who that person is that they're voting for. And so I think just, you know, really showing what your personality is, what you, what you care about, um, just kind of having fun with them. I think pretty much all the national officers did that. They had some really excellent, creative, fun, campaigns that I just loved kind of following um, and so I would say just you know really have fun and be creative with that campaign and just really enjoy the process. That's great advice really for a lot of things there's you know there's no point if you're not enjoying what you're doing so that's great. What about you CMR what do you think um, if someone wants to become an officer what would you tell them? I would say don't get super caught up whether you feel if you're adequate or not more than often you are doing just fine. That was something that I really struggled with when I began running um, for nationals was just because I didn't feel like I was prepared enough for something like this. Um, I would also say much like Sarah, just take it easy and find the things that are enjoyable because it's over before you know it. And there's gonna be some hard spots. So you gotta be willing to work. And I would recommend getting a better sleep schedule. <laughs> that, that's always good advice. <laughs> What what do you, what's next for you then after you're finished with school? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'll be I'll be graduating in May. We'll be taking our state boards, which is like the exams we take to be certified, um, and then I'll be jobbing out for the summer. Um, I will actually be leaving in the fall 
for an 18th month mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay. Um, so I'll be gone for 18 months and then I will return and I will go. I'm actually going to go to college, surprisingly, um, still, because I want to become an elementary school teacher and do cosmetology on the side. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I was a missionary for the same church when I was a, a young man in in southern Mexico. So good luck. Really? So it's funny. I really, really want to go Spanish speaking um, because my family speaks Spanish, but I do not. Oh, okay. It's my name. Um, yeah. yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I'll let you know how it turns out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd love to hear it. What about you, Sarah? What, what, what are your plans after graduation? So my plans after graduation are actually still to be decided. Um, I'm usually a person who has a plan and kind of knows what she's doing, um, but I'm still kind of figuring things out. And I, I think that's just something to tell the audience too, is like, it's okay if you don't know. Um, a lot of people do know what they're doing and that's awesome, but some of us also don't. Um, and so just, you know, don't feel bad about that because I'm definitely one of those people and I fully embrace it that I'm still figuring it out. Um, but one thing I do want to do after, after I'm, after I graduate is still stay really involved with Skills USA. Um, and so one thing I was, you know, talking about um, when we met with the national staff last week is I actually want to um, eventually judge some of uh, the entrepreneurship competition after I kind of get my own experience with that. Um, because I love, you know, like getting to help out other people and just really kind of especially analyzing businesses. And so that's just kind of a, a long term goal of mine at some point in the future to really stay involved with Skills USA and help out future members. Well, we super appreciate that as as um, as an organization, because, as I said, we do rely on that. And, um, you know, I know at when when you're a certain age, you get asked a lot, what do you want to do in the future? But that sounds that sounds like a, both of you it sounds like a great plan. Um, so now now that I, I know you've seen this question and I'm sort of embarrassed by it simply because I don't know, it's like one of those uh, questions of like, what kind of tree, if you were a tree, would you be? Um, Sarah, what what um, right now and realizing this can change depending, um, what is what essential element of the framework do you relate to the most? Yeah, so I would probably I would probably say adaptability, flexibility. Um, just because I think like because of the pandemic and, and because of everything that's been going on, I think like really learning how to adapt when things change very quickly, um, you know, and I, I think I think that's just a really important skill to have too in life, like whatever it is you're doing, something may change at work, something may change at school. And so really understanding how do you adapt and how do you come up with maybe an even better solution for the future? What about you, CMR? I did see this question and I did kind of chuckle to myself. Um, I would, <laughs> I would have to say responsibility um, because this year has been, that's been the theme of this year. I graduated last year right at the end, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, um, I had to move out and like start making these like adult choices. And then there was voting. I voted for the first time this okay. year. And then it was crazy stuff. Let me tell you the line with social distancing, it was like tripled. It was crazy. Oh, wow. Anyway, <laughs> Um, and then especially the schoolwork and skills USA, um, there's a lot of fulfilling the commitments that you make and being responsible for yourself. And just as like a person with the pandemic, you know, deciding what you will or will not do. I think that has been the theme and that's the one that I have definitely, um, I guess, related to this year. That's fantastic. Well, I appreciate both of your time today. Thank you so much for getting up a little early and, uh, and sharing your insights with, with me and with our listeners. And I hope that the, that we can start to see some normalization in the next few months. And hopefully we'll see you either at nationals or 
at um, WLTI or, 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 or any SkillsUSA event somewhere along the line. You've been listening to SkillsUSA's podcast. My guests have been Sarah Romanco and Xiomara Schultz, our college post-secondary national officers for SkillsUSA. Please join us next time. Skills.